You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 632, Donglegate. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome to My Mac Podcast 632. It's the big show, the big people show. The no, it's not. It's the no. My Mac Podcast with the G Men. Yeah, sorry it's, about that. We apologize yeah. ahead of time. Well, we do, we do, we do. Do you know, though, guy? We talk about big stuff. Actually, sometimes it's all the little things that can add up. Do you not yeah. agree with that? I do agree with that, and I'm not I sure do, why. I do I. Do I, do I, do I agree? <laughs> yes, I do, I do. Maybe because it's in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, was so trying you... to do, I was trying to do the lion then. That's all. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> that was I a do, terrible do, lion. I yeah. I didn't scare myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to use those more often. And you know, I still, I still haven't gone to find the scarecrow ones where he talks about how stupid he is. Because I think I need a whole page of those. I really do. I really, really do. So anyway, how are you? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing okay now. This coming week, uh, at least here in the United States, is going to be Thanksgiving, which is basically one big holiday to get the family together and overeat to the point of like near explosion. And I love it. I love it. Uh, we're having, you know, in the last couple of years, we've had it at uh, my brother Sandy's house. Or actually, let me rephrase that. He's had us over to his home for Thanksgiving. It's not like I said, hey, I'm going to host Thanksgiving and it's going to be at your house. <laughs> you know, because that just doesn't work. Uh, but um, I don't know if you remember me telling you about uh, his wife, Marisa's, uh, health problems and that, you know, my, my son guy and I had gone up to Boston or actually when I moved guy up to Boston, she was in the hospital there related to this, 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 this health issue stuff. Well, that's for the most part done now. She doesn't have to go up to Boston anymore, which is good. Cause that's, that's quite a drive flight, whatever. And, um, some of her relatives from Spain have come over to my brother's house and are kind of helping out. But with all those extra people on top of all the people that are uh, associated with my brother, his two daughters and their families, they were already looking at, you know, 20 to 25 people. And it and when I called him to find out, you know, what the deal was, I was like, look, I know how many people you have over this year. So, if for whatever reason, you know, you don't think you can accommodate five more people, you know, just say so we'll get together another time because I don't want to be more of a burden to, to my brother and his wife during this time when she's kind of recovering. So it was like, yeah, okay. So, you know, we'll, we'll get together another time. 
you guys take care of the business that you have to take care of. And, you know, God bless you, everyone. And, you know, please, sir, may I have some more and whatever else goes along with with that sentence. And you're just letting me ramble on, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was you kind just of quite are. surprised how, yeah, how how short the uh, the paragraph is in. Um, I, I haven't even talked about that yet. In the show notes, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, none, and none of what I said had anything to do with what I actually typed in the show notes. Right. So, would you like to talk about uh, what you've written? Sure, in the show notes? sure, I could do that. Um, Basically, now, you know, uh, last year I replaced, or maybe it was earlier this year, I replaced my my 2008 Mac Pro with a 2010 Mac Pro, and that I just got that uh, 2013 MacBook Pro. And plus, I got yeah. my wife a 13-inch MacBook Pro. Well, now this house is like overflowing with computers, including an old dual processor G4 and a 300 gigahertz G3 desktop from 15, 16 years ago that I, I really just need to get out of the house. So uh, what I basically need to do is get a, a, like a table or something, set them up apart out of the man cave because there's just not room for them in here and get them working again, clear them of all the personal stuff and sell them off to, you know, whoever wants to buy them. So It'll clear out some of the, you know, some of the space, which will make my wife real happy, even though she has a lot more crap around this house than I do. He said very quietly, <laughs> um, but it, it'll, it'll get rid of, it'll get some of that stuff out of the house and uh, make room for more crap. Yay. How about you? Well, yesterday I had a rather long journey, a 300 mile round trip yeah. to, uh, referee up in Huddersfield. Um, it was a good game. Uh, I did well. I was thanked and congratulated by both captains, supporters, and the assessor. So that's uh, mostly important. It was um, that the I, grand assessor? Yes, the grand assessor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It was a thoroughly enjoyable game as well. The home team beat uh, the away team by 15 points to 12, so it was quite a close game. That is good. And... And actually, um, the away team was quite close. I think they were second in the league, and the home team were about just below mid-table. Um, so it was a bit of a you know a boost for the upset. Uh, the home team, not really an upset. It's just the home side haven't been playing that well recently. They they actually have come down from a higher league uh, in the past. So you know, going on real history, they should have been the better side anyway. But so far this year, they haven't. But they picked it up. Hey, it's because I gave them a good, clean competition. Yeah, that that's had to I'm, be it. That's, that's what that, I'm saying. That's your story and you're sticking to it. Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to work out the layout for our new house when and if it uh, uh, the move comes off. Not that there's any major issues, but Wait, it's have, have you have you time. Have you talked at all about the fact that you're moving? And not at all, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm wondering how I'm going to do, you know, set up uh, the Mac or Max, uh, have our Wi-Fi set up. And we've got to have some electrical work done when we soon after we moved in. And I'm wondering whether I also at the same time do a bit of cabling with some Ethernet six and seven cables um, to make sure that I've got those in the, the right position in the house. Well, um, actually, also- before you before you go on, let me I'm going to interrupt for just a second. 
It's not uh, like you at all. No, I know. I know. I was listening to the Mac Geek Gab recently, and right. th- there is a device. It, they're not Wi-Fi extenders. It sets up like a mesh network in the house or yeah, in a business. I, I, I've looked at one or two of them, and I'm not so sure it's the right thing for me. Uh, I have looked at them, and it, it, there are certain restrictions. When you do a bit of digging, there's there's just one or two little bit of restrictions on them, which kind of make me think, uh, you know, really. I, and plus, I've got several Apple Airport devices. Um, oh, the Airport uh, Expresses and stuff. I've got yeah, I've got two Airport Expresses. I've got a time capsule which also. Um, you know, works as a, an airport and I've got sure. an airport extreme. So I've got four Apple devices. So I, I don't really need to go out and just spend a load of money on, on sure. replacing those because they're working fine. The only reason I would want to upgrade is if I wanted to go to AC uh, capability. But, um, you know, when it's working fine and if you can get, you know, the airport expresses and uh, uh, airport extremes in the right place and the time capsule in the right spot, um, then it it will be working fine. And I've kind of got it half bait in the current house because you know, right. there was lots of drilling to do. But as we're going to have to do that in the new place, then I can probably set it up correctly, you know, from uh, from day one. So yeah, well, I think you should name your Wi-Fi network Heathrow because it's such a busy airport. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I've also nearly completed uh, my review, my rewritten review of uh, the Ferguson Hill speakers um, that I had to test. And um, I have been chased by the uh, the, the maker of said device uh, oh. quite rightly, quite rightly by him, actually, because they are a small company in the UK. And um, I had them for a few weeks. Anyway, I've, I've nearly completed it. So watch out, John. Something will be coming your way to uh, just perhaps have a little bit of an edit. But how I'm going to post it on the the site guy i've got no idea because since the changes i've got no idea whether i've got a login and what i do so i might have to ask john to help me out there so well you could you just it. send it, it to him it. send it to him as a um as a text file yeah well that's along, along with the pictures, pictures and stuff yeah with the pictures yeah so so john if you're listening because you may not be uh what else <laughs> well of course he listens we're the best we're the bestestest yeah, yeah. We're the best <laughs> yeah, let's keep telling ourselves that. Uh, shall we go on over to the MyMac? <laughs> <else> <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Oh, speaking of which, we are three shows away from our 350th show. And as we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, uh, we are really, really interested in knowing why you listen to this show. You know, we're not asking for iTunes reviews. We're not asking for you know to 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 do anything super special just one or two sentences send it to us in all the usual ways or you know you can even do it on facebook or the g plus uh community on why why after all this time you still insist on listening to the mymac.com podcast with uh gas and guy yeah Good, good shout out. Right, let's go over to the website, shall we? Sure. Shall I? I'll take the first one. Tom Tom Spark Three GPS Fitness Watch Review by Mister Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. The Spark Three, like its predecessors in Tom Tom's lineup of sports orientated fitness watches, enables the user to monitor heart rate, speed 
distance and similar metrics for a variety of activities. The user selects from a list of sports such as swimming, cycling, running on trails and running on a treadmill. Go over and read Sam's review of the TomTom Spark 3 GPS fitness watch. I've kind of been looking at whether to get a specific fitness watch or think, you know, no, shall I just spend the money and go for the Apple Watch? Because very often some of these devices are almost as much um, as an Apple Watch. So uh, I'm still torn. I'm torn, Guy, I'm torn. But, you know, (laughs) the the latest... um, uh, the latest Apple Watch is supposed to be quite good. That's just that little bit better battery life, just that bit, a little bit more water resistant. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of leaning towards it, to be honest with you. Uh, I think you should get one that that's like made specifically for rugby, because otherwise it'll just be screaming at you. You're dying. You're dying the entire time. So, yeah, there's that. I, <sighs> you don't know how to respond to that, do you? <laughs> Really? No. <laughs> oh, I'll move on to the next one then. The Puro Sound Labs OEH200 Studio Grade on ear headphones for kids by Cassius Moore. Sorry, Massius Core via. See, this gets confusing. Nam Gimo. This is Nam Gimo. What's the message? Well, uh, he says. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Cassius says, my name is Cassius Moore. Uh, You got away with that. I was going to say, when you said my name is Cassius Moore, I was going to say, who, John? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do it quickly. Uh, Yeah, very clever of you. Yeah, well, don't count on that happening all the time. Uh, He says that he's always wanted his own headphones and Puro's OEH 200 studio grade on-ear headphones for kids were amazing. First, he listened on his mom's iPhone, and his music and games sounded great. They are comfy to wear in the car and in the house. He likes them more than earbuds because I don't like, oh, I thought I was going to say because I don't know how earbuds feel, but he says because I don't like how earbuds feel, which makes more sense. Go on over to the website and read that review from Cassius Moore. Yeah. Geekiest show ever, 236, Veterans and Music. This week, it is Elisa with Mike and Kevin. Why Melissa is still recovering from being ill and trying to get back her voice. We lead off with a thank you to both active duty and military veterans, thanking them for their service. Mike gives us a link to video that covers a song that a cousin of his a cousin of is is which is eighth i am no that wasn't <laughs> record, recorded <laughs> that to commemorate the service of just this type of individual and the episode of this his podcast that covers it in detail and if you can't understand a word i just said i'm not surprised and my apologies go over to the website <laughs> download the show and it'll all make sense sure. really truly really truly well makes. more so than it probably will on this show uh, yeah, next. when nothing makes sense on this show. <laughs> no, no, even no. when even when I listen back to a show several times, it still never makes sense. <laughs> and we were the ones that said it. Next Correct. up, uh, what is that? T E N C Tank. Tank. I'm going to say Tank. tank. For tank. iPhone Seven and Seven Plus, this is a review by 
Nam Jimoroski. This is Nam Jimo. What's the message? Well, the message is that the tank is a clear and durable case for the iPhone 7 Plus and standard iPhone 7. It's transparent and has been treated with an abrasion-resistant coating that prevents scratching. Tank stands for the Emperor's New Clothes, a children's story that you may remember. The idea is, even though it's invisible, you cannot deny that it's there doing its job. Your phone is not naked, despite appearances. Go on over to the website and read it there. <laughs> no idea why you did that voice. I uh, know, neither no do I. And no it just, idea. I just went from like a normal voice to that voice, and yeah. I don't even know why. No, no idea. No, just, uh, it's sad. Com- completely over my head. I just got <laughs> it's. It's something which. I'm just confused about, and I just don't know where to go with it. Anyway, um, cue card case for iPhone 7. This is a review by Elisa Pacelli. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. Damn it. (laughs) When I opened the box that contained the cue card card case for iPhone 7, my first impression was, wow, very nice. After using it for a few weeks, my impression has changed to, this case is staying on my iPhone. Go over and read Elisa's review of that particular device. Sounds like a good case. Mm. Uh, next up is TechFan279, Electric No More. Now, this is where I need like a sound effect that's like, but I don't have one. The Grand Experiment with David's Leaf, which is the Nissan Leaf electric car, comes to an end. Plus, feedback, more comments on Apple's recent Mac neglect, and Donnie Yankelo has a Tech Fan podcast sticker pack for free for iOS. And that, of course, was done by David and Tim. Yes, Tim. <laughs> I wondered if you were if you were set up for it because I didn't have the word Tim anywhere in there. Yes, Tim. <laughs> Go on over, download the show, listen to it, and learn. Hello. Let's talk photography 38. <laughs> photography gifts. This month, Bart is joined by Antonio Rosario from uh, the Switch to Manual podcast, Alison Sheridan from the No Cast podcast, and Clay Daly from the Cybercast podcast. As the season for giving approaches yet again does every year, the panel discuss gifts of photography and gifts for photographers, ranging in price from stocking fillers all the way up to the $1,000 mark. Go over, download, listen at your pleasure. And if you would like to write for the MightyMyMac.com website, he said very distinctly, all you have to do is contact John Nemo, and his email address is Nemo at MyMac.com. Now, Gaz, if somebody wanted to contact us and let us know exactly why they listen to this show, how would they do it? Well, if they wanted to contact you, they would send an email to guy at mymac.com or they could contact you at uh, on the Twitters at MacParrot. And if they wanted to contact... You're not supposed to do it now. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
to just I don't get I don't often get the chance rule. to do it. It was your rule. Yeah, well, rules are made to be broken, Mister. That's no, rules how, uh, aren't. No, 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 no. Laws are made to be broken. Rules are not made to be broken. Oh, but what happens when you don't follow rules? Other than, you know, chaos and anarchy. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, if you would like to contact Gaz and tell him why you listen to this show, uh, you would send that to Gaz at MyMac.com or GazMaz on the Twitters. You could also, on the Twitters, send it to both of us. Guy and Gaz over there on the Twitters. Gaz, get us out of here. Everybody, please stand by to stand by. And... Uh... Well, we'll be right back. This is Mark Chappell of the Central Mac and the Rampant Mumblings podcast. And this is Carl Madden of the Mac and Forth Show podcast. You know what, Carl? No, never met him. But it's funny how many people ask. No, no, no. I mean, you know what we should do? Get better writers? Well, that goes without saying. No, I think we should merge. Excuse me? Rumpet Mumblings, Essential Mac, Mac and Forth should merge. Sounds messy. No, no, no. It'll be good. We can still have all the incisive news, views, and opinions of Rumpet Mumblings and Essential Mac, along with, well, whatever Mac and Forth has to offer. Hmm. And what should we call this new monster? Uh, I mean, venture. Well, it's still essentially an Apple-related show, so why not... How do you like those apples? Catchy, but does it essentially sum up what an apple show should be about? All right, how about get your apples here, an apple a day, chatty apple, happy pie, oh, oh, just apple. No, we essentially need something that is more apple related. Monkey tennis. Huh? No, no, no. We just need something essentially apple that lets people know we will essentially be discussing apple related things. You knuckleheads. Just call your new podcast the Essential Apple Podcast for when people have essentially run out of good podcasts to listen to. Should have gone with Monkey Tennis. Nothing down and 100% return on investment. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, back to the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, this, uh, I don't know exactly how this section is. We have a bunch of stuff here in in this section yeah, to talk about. Ori- yeah, absolutely. And originally, I, I, I wanted the title to read um, All the Little Things, but you, you changed it to Donglegate, mainly because <laughs> mainly because I added Donglegate into this section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it struck a chord with me. It really yeah, did. Yeah, it did. All right, so 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 let's um, let's carry on. But <laughs> I'm still we, laughing we, about the. We, you guys will hear it in the after show. I'm still laughing about something that happened just before we started recording, and we're going to talk about that right now. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know if you you heard, guy, but Sal <laughs> Sal Segoin. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard of that. <laughs> He's leaving Apple. <laughs> it's a tragedy for everybody. <laughs> oh dear, this is not going well, is it? No, we're not laughing because Sal Sikoan no, is leaving Apple. We're laughing based on what you guys will hear later Thanks. on. Okay, so. <sighs> <laughs> 
that we are so childish. We are. We really are. Okay, so earlier this week, Apple apparently um, released the services of a gentleman called Sal Segoin, who's not coming anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, you had to do that, didn't you? Yes, I had to. Um, basically, he's been the company's uh, product manager of automation technologies. Um, and you all know Automator. Yes. Uh, you should do. You should all know Automator. And As, Automator. Well, along with, um, uh, what was the previous version of that called? Not Automator. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you, 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 when you think of that, <clears throat> I'll carry on. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the, the Mac has been famous for being able to automate lots of connected services and do lots of things. It's been able to do that for a long, long time. And automate oh, Apple script. That's what I was Apple, trying to think. Of. Okay. Well, Apple script, I think is at the part back of end part of automator because there's lots of other services, which it incorporates and, and Apple and the Mac has always been very good at doing that. And Salsa going is, well, I suppose you could call him Dumbledore in the world of automator. Let's let's put it that way. Well, he was what, he was like one of the pioneers of it. For yeah, absolutely, what what he doesn't know about it isn't worth knowing. Let's put it that way. And he he has been the genius behind it. And everybody, certainly in the Apple world, that's been around for you know any number of years, will know the name Salsa Goen, who's not coming back. Um, <laughs> Guys, you so. are absolutely right. <laughs> but he's actually he actually started there. I think. Back in the late 90s. So he's almost been with Apple for 20 years. And uh, the, now in it in itself, this could be you could if you step back from this, you could say, yeah, well, that's a good thing. You know, they're getting they're brushing out the old and they're bringing in the new. And that might well be true. OK, that may well be true. But yeah, he's got a lot is, of respect. this is really the only part that we know about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so we've got no idea here. But this did, this in itself, this little piece of information exploded on the, you know, in the Apple world for those in the know. And then all of a sudden, an email went out to somebody from Craig Federici saying, we have every intent to continue our support for the great automation technologies in Mac OS. And, you know, you think, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, that, that, that's fine. But give us give us a little grip. Give us something to hang on to here, Apple, because, you know, you brought out a, a MacBook. Great. But you've not touched anything else. And remember, the Mac Pro, it's been over a thousand days since it's been updated. Yeah. Uh, Aperture going back a little while. Disappeared. Just gone. Uh, it's gone. So there's a lot of the pro people that are thinking, you know, what's going on here? You know, is it worth me actually sticking with uh, with Apple? Are, are, are they? You know, there's there's lots of little bits which are happening, which if you take them out of context, out of you know, it just one one little bit here and one little bit there, you might think, oh, that's not a problem. You know, it's a real shame that Sal's gone, and it could be personal preferences and, as and to won't be coming back. And it could be, there could be, you know, lots of personal reasons why he's gone and he might have got fed up with the whole process. And, you know, he's brought, you know, he, perhaps he's tutored much better people on. So we don't know. But then when you put, you know, Aperture, I know Aperture was a few years ago, but it, actually it was a few years ago since they updated the Mac Pro. Yeah. A thousand days, guys, equals three years. Uh, okay. Well, for a lot of the pros. Right. That's, you know, they're, they're, 
they're thinking that that's yeah that that's kind of what's going on you know that that and, apple isn't paying as much attention to them anymore and, and then they bring out the mac pro which in itself that is touted to be an absolutely cracking machine uh the macbook pro rather now i don't know i don't know whether it's going to be a cracking machine or not it's obviously not got the most up-to-date processors it's got the most up-to-date processors that are around at the moment but a lot of people are then thinking well, come next year and Intel finally brings their their more up-to-date processors out and then it's just going to have a refresh. So are some people then sitting back and thinking, well, I'm not going to buy it just yet. Uh, I'm going to buy it next year. But here's how wanted it was. It's been the best-selling laptop of 2016. And so that's that- not, just, not just for Apple. That's no. everybody. Absolutely. So that goes to show you how much pent up demand there are for these products. And Apple seem to be a little bit aloof. They seem to be standoffish. You know, we're in our ivory tower. It really doesn't matter what we do and when we do it. Okay. so they've done that. They've brought out machine with USB-C slash Thunderbolt connectors, which means that everybody who's got a USB connector needs to go out and buy a dongle. Now, that's not too much of a problem. That's not too much of a problem. Most machines require a dongle. Heck, I've got a, you know, a Thunderbolt dock that I got so I could connect all my other devices. Everybody uses dongle all the time. The stupid thing is that the MacBook Pro and the latest iPhone 7, so their latest MacBook Pro and the latest iPhone 7, um, how are you going to? connect them how are you gonna hard let's say you've just got your mac on your desk and you've got them and you want to charge your phone mm, how 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 am i gonna charge my my phone with this mm, mm, can't do it stupid or sink really it. stupid but sink well sync it you could probably do it over wi-fi i'm not too worried about that but let's say you've just got you're out and about and you want to use a bit of power from your macbook pro and charge your device you need a dongle okay yep. all right fine that happens all the time but <clears throat> So they come out with the dongles. Great. But they don't just come out with the dongles. They come out with the dongles at the stupid Apple prices. And all of a sudden they find themselves being kicked in the teeth and they've got to reduce the prices of the dongles. Another, It's just another little nugget which has crept in. iPhone 6, the grey screen flickering issue. Yeah, well, that happened to my, to my phone. And it's because you're dropping it wrong. <laughs> oh, no, I dropped it absolutely correctly <laughs> i but stood there see, and and i had i gave it lots of thought before time it's like oh 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 and you know it was like okay i did that completely right yeah what about all those times you did it wrong and you had to do it again to get it right well see i can't talk but, about that because then they won't uh they won't replace it i have to drop well, it correctly yes but they won't replace it at the price they're actually charging you to it you know and now a lot of people say why? What, what, what's that going to do with it? Well, they have changed the innards of that device. I don't hear too many people complaining about the iPhone 6, uh, sorry, the iPhone 7 and the issues with them, because people don't suddenly start just dropping iPhone 6s. The iPhone 5 would have been dropped lots of times. I bet loads of iPhone 7s are being dropped. Are they getting the same issue? I'm not hearing anything about this gray screen flickering issue with them. Well, so actually, why is, it, why is it the iPhone 6? I think part of it. Uh, from from what I've been reading, isn't so much uh, a drop problem as a manufacturing problem. Correct. That's exactly where I was going with Right, because there's a chip that controls the screen. And, and there's apparently some uh, adapters or some supports in there which have been taken out. My point being, 
it's another little thing. It's another all failure. those little things. Not, let's not call it a failure, but it's it's another little, oh, really? I, I, I've got to, oh, right, okay. My iPhone, I'm still not able to sync it over iCloud, my photos. I'm still not, I mean, I've tried a few things. I haven't yet got back in contact with Apple, but it's a, it's a pain. I am finding it a bit of a pain, but I haven't got time to sit down and have a three-hour conversation again with Apple to get it fixed. Now, lots of people are saying, yeah, well, mine's working. Well, great. Mine isn't. And it's a new phone. So, and today, as I was coming up here to start the podcast, Anne said to me, hmm, there's a lot of apps that I've, I can't use from the dock. Um, what do you mean? She said, well, I click on them and they won't work. So as soon as I finish this podcast, I've got to go into her account and find out what's going on there. And uh, <laughs> on top, on top of all of that, ah. they bring out a book. What kind of book is that? It's a bloody book. <laughs> it, it It's a book which they've dedicated it to Steve Jobs, who actually, when he joined Apple, when he came back into Apple, whether this is right or wrong, he said, that old junk, those old devices, let's get them out. I don't want them. We're, we're thinking about moving forward. We're thinking about the future. We're not looking back at the past. And this book looks at all so what their, do they do? <laughs> they, they dedicate a book to him about all of their old products. In fact, <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie, Guy. Because do you know what one of the pictures in is in this book? What? It's of the new Apple headphones. Oh, yeah. Well, he had his hands all over that. No, 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 no. no post, post-mortem. The, no, 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 no. The point I'm making is you can't get them yet. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. But you can get a picture of them in this book. Well, that's like the same thing. Now, I've got, I've got to say, the book, it's a typical Apple product. It's made out of special ink. It's got special binding. It's got fantastically woven paper. It, it's everything that's put. That's what Apple do. I have no problems with that. I have no problems with the price of this book. It's a big book. The big one is a big book. And it's made, you know, it's got special paper, special printing, fantastic photos. No problem with that at all. No problem even about the price. Which books is a little this, tough, a little high. It's well, it's 160 for a smaller version, 300 for a larger version, dollars. Fine. Other design books are exactly the same, guy. Not a problem. Um the issue is. For me, with everything else that's going on, it's a little bit ivory tower stuff. And the timing is just a little bit. It's before Christmas. Let's get it out there. Make sure we get all those purchases. Look, Apple, the people who are going to buy this are, are going to buy this whenever you bring it out, not just for Christmas. Yeah, you know, that's a coffee what, table book. You're going to get lots of ridicule over this. And the timing is, oh, yeah, thanks. Bring out a book which took eight years to build. Why don't you concentrate some of your time on, you know, perhaps producing a new Mac Pro? I think it's the timing of the book which I've got an issue with, not the book itself. And it's all those little things, one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. And you think, Apple, what's going on? Because you make absolutely fantastic products. They are still beautiful handcrafted almost i know they're not handcrafted but that's how they feel <laughs> that that's you know that's how an apple pro is do you not think, you not there, think? there's, there's you, little what? elves there's little elves in magic workshops yeah, well, that I'm are making take, yeah. iphones yes yes well you're taking the piss now no, okay. <laughs> that's what i do 
<laughs> but to me, most Apple products, the majority of the Apple products, although some of their adapters look horrific, but um, let's not go there. That's, you know, we don't. Apple have- socks or iPod Apple. socks. But but the, generally, their their machinery is superbly crafted equipment. And the software generally works, and it works generally. really well. But all of these little bits, you, you start to wonder where the company's going, and is it really has it got a grip with reality? I do feel that they have a little wonder bit. About that I do myself. feel a little bit at the moment. It feels to me like they've got their own head up, their own backsides in the top of an ivory tower. And I just think they've got to pull it out and come down to ground zero. Now, I might be being a little bit harsh. <laughs> That's how I feel at the moment. What do you think, Guy? I chew, think, o- chew over that. <laughs> I think a lot of this comes back. Um, not to the death of Steve Jobs. No, no, not at all. But to the, and you know, I, I, I'm not quite sure how to say this, but when they put Johnny Ives in the position of being like chief architect mm-hmm. of everything mm-hmm. Apple, because I mean, let's you know, Tim Cook is not, a, he's not a designer. Nope. He's, he's a businessman. He's a guy that, you know, figures out supply chain and all the rest of that. And I would say 90% of the time, the, the, the actions that Tim cook has taken as related to actual release of products and, you know, their availability and all the rest of that, that he's done very well at that. And he's done it in such a way that it doesn't put an over financial burden on the company. Part of the problem when, when you talk about manufacturing, I got into an argument in discus with uh, this guy that's totally unrelated, but I, I have to say it just so that you can, I can give you the context. He was talking about this new little device from Nintendo that is basically the same as the original uh, Nintendo, not the 64, the, the one that was, that was after that. I can't remember what the name of the device was, but this is, this is a, a small device that you can take your original Nintendo cartridges that were made for that machine and, and play them. And he was saying, well, they only made so many of them and it's created this, this artificial barrier and you know, the prices are skyrocketing and it was all planned. And I tried to tell the guys is look, especially when you're talking about novelty items, no one knows how they're going to sell. There are, there are emulators and retro devices like this, for every single platform, whether it's Atari or Sega or Mattel or even even Nintendo, and they don't typically sell all that well. So why would a manufacturer make millions and millions of these things that may or may not sell? No, they put out they put out however many they make in their first run. They're testing the market, and if the market responds in a positive way, they make more. That's what Tim Cook does. And with the exception of things like the iPhone, which is almost guaranteed to sell millions upon millions on release, anything that a manufacturer makes, they're going to make as many as they believe the market can, can take without having a lot of extra stock on the shelves because that costs them money. It costs the retailers money. It costs everyone money. So, so but that's Tim Cook. That's Tim Cook's job. Yeah, that, that's all I was. Absolutely. That's all I was trying to get yeah, to. Ab- and absolutely. on that note, he does an excellent job. 
where Apple has been falling down has been in services for one. Uh, they've had a lot of changed and edited kind kinds of services that don't always work the way that they're supposed to, that don't always work well with the products that exist in the field now to put out a service or to put out a product and then say, well, this is going to be brilliant when you buy that next device. Okay. See, that doesn't work. You don't put out a service for something new that's coming out. You put out a service that works with what's existing. And when you roll out that new product, you add on to those existing services, or that's when you release the new service. Uh, something like uh, you, you think about the, the, the near failure for a lot of people. And you were just talking about this of the transition between iPhoto and photos. A lot of the functionality of photos was kind of dependent on the newest or not yet released devices versus the devices that people already had. And that's a failure. You, you, you really, really can't do that. The other problem is, and Apple is kind of addressing this by doing more public betas, which I applaud because that gives them a chance to work out at least most of the kinks before millions upon millions of, of people get their hands on it. And I'm thinking of the, the, the catastrophe of mobile me when that came out and the problems that so many of the services prior to say OS six and OS seven, OS X six and OS yeah, X seven. But, but, but I want to get back to your point. Cause I think you said an interesting, the, the, the bit oh, around okay. what, Johnny, what Johnny Ive about Johnny oh, Ive. Yeah, a lot sorry. of this because I, you know, that, that mobile me actually steve was still around then yes he was um, yes he was and 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 i think a lot of this is it's the it's the ivory towers bit and head up own backside which is is something which concerns me and you said you thought that a lot of it is kind of when he's kind of wrapped yeah. up in his yes. position and and i think i tend to agree with that because he's a fantastic designer he's an amazing every, designer you look at but, the hardware but, that he's built but he seems he's, he seems to have almost too much punch and they seem to be cowing down to him if you know i, I get the impression that this book was a johnny ive desire yeah, and that would not you know, surprise me at all and and they've probably said yeah yeah okay john yeah you 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 crack off and get on with that book and do it if you want because they don't want to lose this guy they don't want this guy swaying uh anywhere else and to be perfectly honest with you i don't think he would i don't think you know that no would, that at this point in his suicide. career that, that would be that nuts. would be suicide for him that would be suicide you know it, well the only thing not suicide to because he could yeah, go he could go anywhere he wanted to go yeah and it's suicide because then it'd be proven that how mediocre he might be that's why it could be suicide um, okay i don't necessarily agree with that but okay well well there you go um <laughs> but the point is i don't think he'd want to go i think he wants to say because i think he's got apple written through the middle of him he's like sure. you know, a piece of rock um but it, it does feel to me as if you know he can do whatever he wants and and dictate to way the company the way the company's going and i'm not sure i, I mean i might be wrong but it just it just doesn't feel as if they've got connection with you know, the users, whether that be a professional user or, you know, everyday users, it, it just doesn't seem to be working quite as well as it used to. Guys, you are absolutely right. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> um, I think 
part of the problem, and I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head when maybe he has too much power because Apple for the last few years with some of the design choices, and I'm not talking about things like removing all the ports on the MacBook Pro because this is something they've done before, especially if you look back yeah. at the original yeah, iMac yeah. and yeah. things like that. Um, this obsession with thinness, that is all Johnny Ives. And yeah. I think it comes down to nobody seems to have the courage to say, yes, we can do these things. Hang on but, a minute. Hang on but, a minute. Cause, uh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. How? Courage. <laughs> I think, I think it's, you know, it, it's people should be saying, instead of saying, yes, we can do these things to why are we doing these things? You know, why do we have an iMac that is so thin I can cut cheese with it. Yeah, you know? that that is one that is one thing that Steve Jobs was very good at. Is, yeah. Uh, no, we don't want that. Now, sometimes he probably missed the the, the, sure the punch a little bit, but you know the original the original Moto um, music phone before the iPhone came out. Horrible, horrible device that was kind of and he stood on stage. Steve Jobs stood on stage at MacWorld and sang the praises of this device even though it turned out it was a complete piece of crap and didn't do real and it was part of the reason why they pushed ahead yeah, with we, the iphone we're moving we're moving off again the point is oh sorry he was able shocker. to say no he was a shocker he was able to say no at certain points and right and, and there's yeah, nobody at apple that does that now, now well we're not i'm not sure because somebody must have said um no we're not having usb or regular usb regular USB ports on, on the new Mac Pro. So, you know, perhaps there are people saying no. But are they saying, Sorry, excuse me. Are they, are they saying no at the right things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Is Sal coming in this week? No, Sal's no. are going. Sal's are going. We're going to get a lot of mileage out of that. <laughs> we are, aren't we? Sorry, Sal. I'm personally, I've never met you. I think you're, you must be an absolutely fantastic guy. Whenever I've seen him interviewed, wonderful, wonderful guy. And I think he's, he's just so clever but yeah we make um, fun I of people's names including our own <laughs> <laughs> it's what it's what we do it really is yeah anyway i i think it's a shame he's gone but yeah if someone new is coming along great absolutely great and if sal you know it could be that sal goes bowing his head Chipping his hat, saying thank you very much. You know the times are great, and it's time for me to move on. But I'm not quite sure that's the situation. No, I don't think it is either. Um, uh, but anyway, one of the reasons why I think Apple is doing some of the things that they're doing, and this is this may upset a lot of people. Don't upset I, me. Don't I, upset me. I, well, I personally don't think, and I don't think that this has been true for a very long time that Apple really cares at all about the pro market. They, they have shown time and time again, you know, like the, the, the redesigned Mac pro. Yeah. Who asked for something like that? Nobody did. It hasn't sold yeah, they well. Kind of, they can't, yeah, they kind of used it to their own benefit. Didn't they say can't design my whatever. My buttocks. Uh, yeah. My buttocks. Um, you know, but do I have to really? bleep that out later? No, no, I no, think buttocks right. is okay. Buttocks, my buttocks is. Yeah. It, I think you can leave that in. And and it was yeah, a kind of just don't, yeah, just don't yeah, say of ass. Yeah, of course. Ass. We can. Yeah, cool. 
<laughs> of course we can design. Look at this. And everybody, yeah, and it was great. But you, you need to follow up, Apple. You yeah. need to follow up. Well, then you look at Aperture. That's gone. Um, this redesign of Final Cut Pro to use the the touch bar. This is this is like the first major change in Final Cut Pro in a very long time. Um, I don't use Logic, so I can't really speak to that. But I think a lot of of what Apple is doing, you know, they're they're kind of looking at the pro market and saying, okay, well, you know, it's great if you buy our machines and you use it to do this, this, and this. But ninety nine point nine percent of the people that buy our computers aren't doing that. They're using GarageBand or they're using yeah, iMovie or they're I using think, other stuff. Yeah. I, I think that it's a mistake just to, to rely on, you know, the, the pro market the pro market. Yeah. And that's, no, that's no, 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 it's not a mistake. Just no, it's a mistake just to rely on the pro market. But I think you've still got to, you know, you still got to use them because those guys go out there and sell your devices. Yes, you they, do. they do. But they no, do. they totally do. But you know, Apple isn't, you know, even when Steve Jobs was there, Steve Jobs wasn't like huge on the the pro market because he knew as, you know, just like what we're talking about here, the pro market isn't what's selling the machines. It's what kept Apple alive in the late nineties. But since the introduction of the iPod, Apple hasn't had to worry about money. They they really don't. So now it's it's like okay, well you want our stuff, great. Here it is. But we're not going to make specific machines, or even if we do, we're not going to update them update them that often for just the pro market because it's unfortunately for Apple, it's too small a market for them to put a lot of thought behind, and that's a big part of the problem with a lot of, I think a lot of the little things that we're seeing now. True. True. Anyway, guy. Yeah. I think we've killed this section. Yeah. It's, it's gone pretty long. All right. I'll get us out of here. <clears throat> Tell you what guy. Yeah. You get us out of here. I will. I will. Everyone stand by to stand by and like salsa going. Well, maybe not like him, but we'll be right back. Hey, Tim. Huh? Tim, we're going to do the show. Oh, I'm, dude, I'm playing Boba Fett pinball, man. But, Tim, it's time for us to record Tech Fan. Well, this is about... Oh, dang it. Oh, it went in the Sarlacc pit. I hate when that happens. Tim, um, Tim I know you like pinball, but we need yeah. to do our show. We okay. need to talk about technology and, and gadgets uh, and even video thing. games, even pinball. And, oh, did you say something about pinball? Yeah, I did, but you weren't listening. Hmm. I think I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. Uh, Take I think it's gonna be a solo show. Go, Boba Fett. Oh, huh? I'm sorry. I'll put this down. What? Let's record a show. It's the Tech Fan Podcast right here on the Stoplight Network. Podcasting means never having to say you're sorry. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. 
Hi, everyone, and welcome to the third section of this week's Mighty MyMac podcast with the G-Men, Guy and Gaz. It's number 632, Guy, yeah. as I think you mentioned at the start. <laughs> and you did, too, at the start. That's right. And I just mentioned it again, haven't I? Yeah. So haven't, you're... Haven't I? Yes, and I'm... Oh, I get it now. You're nodding your head, aren't you? Yes. I might be, yes. I might be. Gaz's tips. Most of them. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Yeah, a couple seconds edited out there. No, actually, yeah. no. I'm not editing crap. There we okay. Go. <laughs> You've got your phone. You're somewhere where you're not used to being, and you'd like to remember where you left your car or where you're actually at at that point. There's a little application in Maps on your iPhone called Mark My Location. So if you need to remember where you are, follow the following steps. Generally on an iPhone 6 or uh, 6 Plus or later phone, but uh, you can do it manually on older phones, which, you know, that's a tip you have what, to go and find is this Is this a function? Is this a function of iOS 10 or is this uh, a function of the phone? Uh, no, it's. It, I think it's function of the software, iOS, okay. uh, iOS 10. But it, it can go on, obviously, it goes on all of those phones. Anyway, you unlock your phone. You locate your maps. Um, if you've got 3D touch, you can actually quite easily just um, uh, basically 3D touch it, and it comes up with an option to mark my location. Hey, how easy is that? How is easy, easy is that? However, if you don't like using 3D Touch, why wouldn't you? Open the map, and actually there's a little information icon in the top right-hand corner, and there's an R R option there to mark my location. So all you have to do is either do it with the 3D Touch or mark it in the Maps app, which obviously if you're on an older phone which hasn't got 3D Touch, then that's how you'd have to do it. So, right, great. How about finding and removing that marked location because you don't want to be kept in there forever do you so when it's time to find your marked location open the maps up select the directions button in the top toolbar um and then you can arrow left to search to the search field and then tap in the search field and then select the current location for a start for the end location tap your favorites and then select the pin that you dropped earlier Tap on route and you'll be given directions back to your drop pin. Hope you're following that at home. If not, test it in your garden. That'll be the best way to do it. <laughs> don't test it when you're out somewhere where you haven't got a clue where you are and you don't know how to do it. Yeah, we will now, not take responsibility for that. Okay, if you want to get rid of them, I think what you do now is you select your favorites to see all the bookmark location and the drop pins. Um, once you're done with it, um, you probably want to delete it. So you click on the drop pin from the favorites list if necessary, then tap the pin description directly from the map and select remove pin from the list of options. Because obviously you don't want a ton of pins, else you'll get very confused when you're trying to find your most recent location. <laughs> this pin is 14,000 miles away. <laughs> anyway, I agree with you, Guy. Ah, oh, good. So you're nodding your head. Hit it. That's I might be the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. Yeah, drop a pin right there and... There I go. <laughs> uh, 
such a knucklehead. I really am. <laughs> really? I am. I am. I admit it. I admit it freely and of my own will. Uh, okay, Gaz- so does this knucklehead have an app pick? <laughs> I do. I have a knucklehead app pick. And it's an old app pick, which makes it even more knuckly, if that even makes sense. It's SimCity 4 Deluxe. It's in the uh, the Mac App Store, and it's the I guess it's the last version of SimCity. It's a couple years old, but it's still a great and fun game. You can you can get into various cars and drive around the city that you've made, um, and control the car as as I as I found out chasing after pedestrians everywhere. Uh, it's over there in the Mac App Store. It's nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents uh, U.S. And it's, I'm still enjoying it. This is this, there are some games that kind of transcend um, time and transcend UI and transcend graphics and all the rest of that. You can have the best graphics in the world, but if it's a crap game, it's a crap game. So I think what we're saying also there is even if you've got bad graphics, if it's a good game, you'll still play it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what I said badly. <laughs> <laughs> What do you I, think got? What you, I think what you said was, even if it's got a great graphics, it's got to be a good game for you to want to play. Anyway, that's the same in reverse. I've got a game called Sequest. This is a game to help research on. Um, no, I, I shouldn't really joke. It's on research about dementia. You see what I did there, guys? I'm trying to be. Yeah. Funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. See <laughs> Hero Quest. Hey, I am probably I am probably four years or less away from that, so be careful, <laughs> Mister. Yeah. Well, well, go if you want to help research on this. Um, go over and play save, the game. Save my mind. Sa- well, it may not save your mind, but it may save <laughs> people's minds behind you, guy. Oh. Um. So, so this is basically a, a it's a map quest. You go on. You have to. Uh, you basically got a ship and you have to find locations and go to each location. It's relatively straightforward and simple. Just play it for a few minutes, go away, come back, play the next section, go away, come back, play the next section. Every minute that you play on this game will help researching for dementia, 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 I should say. Um, And luckily none of our family have been afflicted with this. Um, Now there's a very famous writer and I've got dementia because I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't yeah. write it down. Yeah, um, you're not bothered at all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Discworld. It was the Discworld author. Um, let me put Discworld author. Is that Niven? No, 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 no. Discworld. I never read any of the Discworlds, but actually it is uh, it's a very famous author. The, not David Niven. Coming, he was he was the guy it's coming in the Pink up, Panther it, movies. Coming, I've, I've typed Discworld in, and it's not coming up with the author at all. Terry Pratchett. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now I, he I he unfortunately was afflicted with this, and um, uh, he talked about it through the illness as it got worse, and it was quite moving actually watching some of the programs. So um, we luckily haven't our family haven't been well. I could be the first actually to be afflicted with uh, dementia, but it, it's it's <laughs> gr- it's a growing disease, and they are seeing it as a disease. So you know, it's a game. Go and play it. If it helps them with research on it, then all to the good. See Hero Quest. I think yes. you can just sequest in but i think the um the website is seaheroquest.com and don't forget that uh there are actually uh re- reliable and uh 
what's the word vaunted, not vaunted. Um, you know, there are organizations that, that you can rely on to spend the money properly that you can donate to, to help with causes like this. And it doesn't necessarily have to be dementia. It can be whatever the cause of your choice is. And I, absolutely. absolutely. I highly, I highly recommend charitable giving uh, to whatever cause that, that you feel is in your best interests or even in other people's best interests. Boy, that went dark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Facebook okay, feedback. For that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Quesai Hankins, uh, 182 likes. I don't know after what I just said, if he'll still continue listening, but he says been listening for a few weeks and how did I miss liking this? Enjoy the podcast. Thank you so very much. Uh, Quest, Quest, I hope I said that right. And yeah, Gaz, we're up. We, we went up again. We're up to 182 likes over there yeah. on the book I faces. Think, I, I think on the book faces, Ed Shea actually came in and, and gave us a like. So thanks, Ed Shea. Yeah. Well, that cool. would, that yeah, might mean somebody left too. And of course they're dead I'm, to us now. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. how we You're roll. To us. That's how we roll. Definitely. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Sure. We uh, have guess. got some email feedback. Oh, we have got do some we? Email feedback, but, well, no. Let me finish. Oh, <laughs> Will you sorry. let me finish? Uh, we have got some email for a minute. <laughs> we have got some email feedback, but we'll be coming back to that at a later podcast. Oh, right, 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 right. And <laughs> we will we will remind you again as as we're going through our various contact thing thingies thingies. Gaz, how can people contact you to tell us all about how stupid we are? Easy. Send an email to gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Cause. At mymac.com, M-Y-M-A-C.com. Or send me a tweet on the Twitters to Gazmaz, G-A-Z. Gaz. M-A-Z. That's Gazmaz, G-A-Z, M-A-Z on the Twitters. You can also send both of us a, jo- a joint account. We have Guy and Gaz on Twitter. That's G-U-Y. Y. A-N-D. Guy. G-A-Z. Cars. Excellent. We also have an email, which is feedback at mymac.com, which you can send an email to, which we did get this week, but yeah. we're not going to use who, it just who yet. Does, who does that go to first? That goes that. What that, the email where we it goes to, <laughs> it goes to Tim. <laughs> and you weren't on the right board there on soundboard. Were you? <laughs> I wasn't on the right board. I had to find it quickly and get there. And ah, it was uh, his name yeah. is. I'll come to it in just a second. Stupid <laughs> boy. <laughs> if you would like to contact me, it is so so flipping easy. Uh, that would be guy g u i at my mac dot com, and you can reach me on the Twitters and my Twitter handle is if I haven't been, I, I get banned by so many people that I just piss off all the time. Uh, what is it? Mac parrot. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and we have a Skype telephone number gas that continues. It's 350 damn near weeks in a row where we have got nothing on our Skype number. And I don't care. It's plus one or one outside of the United States. Area code 
9501703436 Will you please call the number? I don't even care if it's an order for pizza. Just call the number. <sighs> okay. That this is the point. Oh, actually, before I say that, uh, remember we are coming up. We're just a few shows away from this monumental anniversary of 350 to which for most people means absolutely nothing, you know, unless you're a monarch or something, which again is apropos of nothing. And we would like to know why you listen to the mymac.com podcast with G-Men and how you send that to us, whether it's through an email or a Skype telephone number, that would be fantastic. Or if it is uh, through Twitter or Facebook or G plus or, or any of the ways that you can get a hold of us. Uh, forgot to mention uh, we, we still have a, a, a thing on G plus and G plus communities. My Mac podcast got a great group of guys over there. You can, you can join us up on there as well, as well as on Facebook, my Mac podcast. Um, but I, I would like to say it before I completely lose my mind that uh, we would like to say from both Gaz and myself, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for downloading the mymac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it regardless of your reasons why. And Gaz, I think that we're good enough. I think that we're smart, smart enough and doggone it. Oh crap. I, you know, I, I had a dog bark and I don't see it now. Dog. Oh, I found it. And doggone it. People like us. Yeah. I Oy vey. I'm sorry. Oy vey. <laughs> oh, lay. Vateo. Vateo. Ooh, Lily. Mature. Mature. Sia. I've got to say this word, right? Vagana. Careful. Ui, ooh, ooey, ooh, AI, Lia, ooey, Lee, G Men, Oli, Vateu, Uli, Atta, Leo, Leo, Led, Telefega. That almost sounds like an old Motown song. Ooh, ooh, Leo, Anyway, Gaz, I think that's it. So I think we've got to put that on a loop until we get to the end. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. We're not peaking. All right, yeah, yeah, that peaked <laughs> just a little. So did that. One day we ought to have a peaking competition. Oh yeah, well, how hard is that with electronic uh, <laughs> noise creation? It's like you just set the, all the dials on at eleven, and then you could even be going 
hi, Kaz, how are you? And it just comes out to this <laughs> this huge, big blast of noise. <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? I don't know. Something about uh, uh, smaz is euphornism. I don't know. That makes no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense at all. Do you need to pee or anything before we start this section? <laughs> No, I don't. Okay, good. Good. Neither do I. <laughs> uh, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Sagoian? Sal Sagoan. Sagoan. Yeah. So Sal he's not Sagoan. coming, he's Sagoan. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's right, actually. <laughs> Sal, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> It's almost like I planned that on purpose, but we both know uh, I did yeah, are not. Are you recording? Are you yes, recording? I am. Yes, I Good. am. <laughs> <laughs> Is Sal also going? Is Sal coming in this morning? No. No. Sal's not. Sal's going. <laughs> Accident- oh, There's a great me. bumper. There's a great bumper. Accidentally <laughs> clever. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Accidentally stupid. <laughs> no, purposely stupid. <laughs> no, we are we are never no, accidentally we're not, stupid. We're not purposefully stupid. We're not that clever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a state of mind. Or a oh, state of not mind. The thing about advertising, all right, you know, you want to put out that you have product XYZ and it takes care of feminine itch or whatever. But you have to you have to find a way and yeah, this is gonna work out really well. You have to find a way to make feminine itch and hemorrhoid commercials funny to really get people's attention. So it's one end or the other, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to use almost any of this in the after show. Some of it. Yeah. Welcome to the feminine itch and hemorrhoid commercial podcast. <laughs> You're coming out both ends. <laughs> I don't know how I got into the whole, you know, again, things come into my head and they, they generally have to come out the whole thing talking about, you know, uh, giving to charities and all the rest of that, which, you know, all right. Wonderful, wonderful. But it's like, is that really like part of what we should be talking about here on this show? <laughs> I had to stop you because I thought, where is he going? Come on. <laughs> crying out loud. I don't know. I don't know. And again, I had no exit strategy. So thank <laughs> God. No, no, that's your problem. That's your it biggest is. problem. You just not got an exit strategy. <laughs> I have no I have no idea how to end anything. That's why that's why we have end written in yeah, big huge letters right. on this show. Or say, each episode would be like weeks long. It'd be like, uh, <laughs> still here. 